Can you hear me? Hello. How's it going here? Can you hear me now or not? Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> you broke up completely. I don't know what happened there. Well, I think my Wi-Fi sucks, but I have this on both Wi-Fi and cellular. Oh, oh no, I have to change the settings. Hold on. Okay. We don't have that problem. <laughs> All right. That was for FaceTime. Everything keeps changing, man. I keep changing it. changing. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Are you, are you out there, Vince? <laughs> I'm here oh my god this is so alien to us i mean i've been doing this for fucking five years with the exploding heads guys i don't even know if they are real but this is what, a first exploding heads? <laughs> <laughs> well i know that's a daily occurrence for you <laughs> oh definitely i asked for vince's skype handle it's hammer vince <laughs> oh wait oh, am great. i supposed to say that <laughs> now i'm gonna get tens and tens of people trying to add me as their friends thanks christian <laughs> jackhammer vince is what it should be called <laughs> holy smoke we've never done this before we kept i i keep selling it that the idea is that we're live and i get to like juggle your nuts while we're talking about movies and that's not gonna happen i gotta juggle my own nuts well, you can find them. I know they're so small. So. Oh, <laughs> I got no, my gourds to that's, tonight. That's the problem. I got a lot of balls. You just they have to do. leaf through them to get to my dick. <laughs> it's like a sack of marbles, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> you got to like peel the ball skin away to maybe <laughs> see some penis. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, first you got to get through the bush. And I can, there's a lot of bush there. No, that's trimmed. I like to keep that kind of trimmed and... So you can sort of see something at first. You're not like totally. Uh... I I'm the other guy in the cuckold video. No. <laughs> do, you, do you need to wear a mask or are you distant enough? Yeah. I wear the gimp mask. <laughs> so seriously though, folks, we haven't seen each other since before shutdown, and uh, I think we were going to get together a couple times when there was like no cases, but then oh well, it's back up. In the summer, we kept talking about it. We kept talking about it when everybody said it was safe to go out and sort of see civilization again and and reconnect with people. But then the fucking month of August disappeared, and then cases started spiking again. So we well, missed our fucking. The window was it was a tight window. It was a short window, but we missed it. Well, because with the option, I had better plans. <laughs> Am I going to go see Christian in my window, or you're just waiting? <laughs> See, I don't miss you. Uh, I thought after all this time, I, there'd be some missing here. So I had barbecue now. I had the, the whole family night. We had barbecue, but you weren't here to enjoy it. No sausages for me. How long? One, How long's it been? Hey, I'm going to be more of a responsible human being. I've, I've been watching a lot of documentaries, David Attenborough, and God, our, our earth is done unless we stop eating all the meat that you eat. So, <laughs> what are you? Oh, you're I'm only gonna suck on my meat. I'm not gonna chew it and eat it anymore. Oh, you're just. <laughs> have you got vegan on me? Do I have to get like vegan sausages next time you come by? Oh, that actually, yeah, no, I'm not vegetarian. I'm not vegan. I will eat meat, but I'm gonna try to make it more like a treat. So it's not like I'm having meat five days a week. It's gonna be once a week or something. I'm trying to do a little thing like that. Treat meat. Treat is, that, is that like a Friday night for you? <laughs> oh, baby. This is weird. I, I want to see a reaction. We're not even, we're, we're doing this audio. We're not even doing FaceTime because we are going to be doing a movie. What are we doing tonight, Vince? We are going to be doing, going to be doing, uh, the theatrical presentation of Halloween 6, the... 
Oh curse of Michael Myers. No, I the, thought you were going to finish it. Okay, the, the theatrical presentation. Well, yeah, because there is the producer's cut, which I will I will reference as we're going through the movie. But we figured that most people have access to the regular version since it's on Amazon Prime, at least the Canadian edition, uh, and it's ready to be watched, and, and or people have it in their collection. So we're doing the theatrical, which I believe, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, we saw it together in university. 1995. We, did. we took our two roommates out, Sharon and Martina, to see it too. I think someone else came with us. Jeremy, I think Jeremy, Jeremy. Martina's now husband, came with us as well. That's and he, right. I don't even think he knew what a fucking Halloween movie was. <laughs> and what a terrible one to introduce him to. But that's just my opinion. You know this what? Is my, this is this... my least favorite Halloweens of all. And I, and I would usually say the same thing. It's grown on me. It's grown on me. I'm not saying it's great by any means, but it's grown on me. I used to put this <laughs> at the bottom of the list. You know what, it, you know what Vince? It, it's grown <laughs> on me. <laughs> All I can do is picture you like it's wrong. See, I can, even though we're not seeing each other face to face, I can picture your facial expression. So it's like being there. <laughs> well, I'm looking down. I'm naked. I don't know if you knew this. I'm, like, I'm recording this naked. Me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just looking for anything know, to grow. <laughs> I do like probably in this film, I will say we'll get, uh, we can get started or get to them. But I like certain scenes. But the movie as a whole is a piece of crap. Well, why don't we get into it? Because we can catch up. We can reminisce. And we can talk about the future whilst we watch the film. Sounds good to me. Okay, okay. so we're going to do a countdown here because we were going to use it on uh, Plex Watch uh, Watch Together. But that was not um, – we were getting audio. So here we go. And it's a three. It's a two. Yeah. Wait, wait. Are we going on one or is it three, two, one, uh, unleash? What do you think? Three, or two, it... one, uh. Okay. So three – Two, Two, one, one. Uh. Yeah. there we go. The dimension logo. Films. That's quality. <laughs> That's quality, right? Isn't this Harvey oh, yeah. Weinstein? <laughs> what? What was that? Isn't he? Isn't Harvey Weinstein behind this? Isn't I he part of so. Dimension Two? Wasn't he? I know he was Miramax, but didn't? Am I wrong in this? No, you're right. I think Harvey's got something to do with it, and. Uh, that's, That's well, why I was always a bit conflicted with, in you know, I love these, the Dimension Films kind of thing. But yeah, it's something to do with Harvey. Of course, Mustafa Kad presents night, uh, a Nightfall film, Donald Pleasanton, Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers. Even the credits are different from the producer's cut. So the producer's cut is Halloween with the thorn symbol as the A, six, yeah. no subtitle. And it has flash, like an opening, like, please don't hurt me, Michael, said by Jamie Lloyd. And the new Jamie, and then there's a bunch of flash edits. Oh, I'm sorry, okay, that's this so, version. I'm sorry, that was this no, version, I'm, wasn't it? I'm completely not at all familiar with the producer's cut. I think I haven't yeah. seen it yet. So you just go on yeah. there. Sister. No, no, no. So this version, I'm sorry, has um, Jamie Lloyd. Please don't hurt me, Uncle. And all these flash edits. There's a lot of flash edits. It yeah. was very, it was very hip back in ninety in ninety five. So now we get. The mysterious man in black. So they had to carry it over from part five because where do you go? I guess this yeah. is the question you've got to ask, right? Um, actually, Dave Z always said this. You've been dealt a hand of cards. Well, I'm actually putting my own spin on it. You've been dealt a hand of cards. You've been dealt Halloween four. You've been dealt Halloween five. It's six years later. Where do you go with the story? If you're not getting Jamie Lee Curtis back and you don't want to send him into space like John Carpenter wanted to do. What do you do? 
And Come on. Again, that's what John Carpenter did. And they actually work in it as a joke in this movie. The DJ uh, who's uh, in it, Barry Sims, his character talks about um, using Michael Myers as like a biological weapon or something to the, along those lines. And what are you going to do? We're going to shoot him off into space or, or whatever. Is so, that how is that how Jason X got sort of conceptualized? Let's let's think about it. They all ape off one. They all just feed or steal off one another. Yeah. We, if we remember, I think it was the same year because it was the same. I think Kevin Yeager directed it, but then disowned it and went to Alan Smithy. But I think Joe Chappelle, who directed this movie, did reshoots. And I'm going, I'm skipping around here. I'll make sense of this in a second. But we're, <laughs> I'm talking about Hellraiser Bloodline. So yes. Pinhead went into space. And around the same time, they're like, Carper had oh, the idea of sending. We saw that together too. They, they thought they were going to send or. Carpenter wanted to send Michael into space and Mustafa Khan said no fucking way and now we had Jason in space we've had fucking Leprechaun in space a lot of fucking space action what's with space Vince this baby's really cute by the way I have to admit yeah. and I don't like babies especially like with the thorn like symbol <laughs> scrolled onto his chest or like inscribed on him it's great but so you get a bit of the ritual beginning here which it's growing on me. I used to fucking hate all this stuff, but again, you're dealt this hand. What do you do? Do you? And they want to continue the thorn. They want to answer who the guy in the black was that was introduced in Halloween yeah. Five, and they wanted to continue with the 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 symbol of thorn, which is on Michael Myers' hand, was on the Man in Black's hand, and now we're learning what this all is. So from yeah, that standpoint, what do I, you think? I still- I just, I just don't, I maybe, oh, this acting, this fucking nurse is the worst actress in the world, <laughs> but um, it's, <laughs> but it, what bothers me about this right now is that I feel like I'm watching an MTV music video, which I get for Nightmare on Elm Street and all that, but it just rings too phony. Like there's nothing at all remotely there's logical no about here. this opening. I don't well, get, I, like, I... <sighs> You know, Again, like are it. you talking about the cult shit? Because this, I, I do think this is weird that this girl, this nurse helps her. Uh, but in the in the producer's cut, she's in the fucking cult at the end for the sacrificial like ritual, which oh, is a totally different ending that they don't have here. But this is a brutal kill. Michael Myers is a little bit more vicious than this. Like he That's sticks it. this girl's head on a spike. <laughs> and right away, this movie's only been around or on for what, like five minutes? Yeah, we get into a kill. Right yeah, away, brutal like, one, yeah. This the theatrical version has more blood. They actually added a reshot blood and added it into the finished film. So the producer's cut is actually less bloody. And so why didn't Danielle Harris come back? She wanted to. I think she was approached to. She wanted, and again, guys, don't quote me because to me this seems like a very small sum of money. I believe she asked for five. Oh my god! When Michael Myers comes out of that little like basement nook, he looks like Elmer Fudd. He's, he's in a silhouette. He has a little button nose, Vince. I don't know if you noticed that. Like a little like, eh. You just want to honk it. Boop. But I believe she was offered, to get back to what your question was, Jamie Lloyd was offered or asked for $5,000. It wasn't offered, asked for $5,000. And Mustafa oh. Cud was like, you're in the movie for like less than 20 minutes. No. Oh, boy. Now, that, I, that seems weird because $5,000, even in 1995, does not seem like a shitload of money. And she is a returning star. Why wouldn't you want to keep that that sort of sense of continuity? You know what I'm Especially saying? Especially for such a small amount of money, unless they really yeah. thought there wasn't going to be. <laughs> I don't know. Or was she not old enough looking? Because this woman looks older than... Well, well, no, it's 1995 now. And last one was 90 or 89, right? 
89. So, I mean, Jamie Lloyd was, I think, 11. So she would have been 17. That's true. Okay. Okay. They didn't put, yeah, they didn't really pooch screw the timeline like you love on Friday 13th ones. No, they stuck, they stuck true, true blue, yeah. if you will, yeah. to the, t- the timeline here. And, and I, I, this does take place in 95. So it's kind of cool. Uh, there are that more flash edits. More flash edits, and this is where your MTV video, but it was a kind of a sign of the times, but it's so unnecessary in the movie. But also, do we even know this is the Strode family? They never you, even sort of introduced them properly. No, you you kind of get introduced more to the Strode family at the 20-minute, 23-minute mark, where I think it has Stroll Realty, and then, they, and then they have a little bit more conversation. But you, you learn more about it as they go on. You're right. They needed a bit... A better introduction to this yes. family to make care about them. I'm hiccuping on my arrangements. It's been a long <laughs> time, and it's fucking one hiccup after another. Oh, Pure no. rage, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just like Donald. Oh my Donald. <laughs> He's underused in this one. He's in it more in the producer's cut. Uh, I I guess because they changed everything up, they trimmed him down a little bit. I do like how he gets reintroduced where it put pans to him in his study. And I think he's writing a manuscript as well. And he's about his time with Michael and he's, uh, he's like very much, uh, the guy thinks he's dead. And he's like, no, not dead. Just very much retired. Yeah. As he looks <laughs> at us, like the audience. Get a breath. Yeah. <laughs> that's not me. That's Donald Pleasance. <laughs> R.I.P. He was great, man. I mean, he played this out. He's not quite the crazy guy he was in part five. He's obviously the six years is definitely he's aged quite a bit in those six years. Uh, and 95, I mean, he, he passed away before the release of this film. I remember he promoted it up a little bit right before he passed away because I remember right. him chiming in and saying it was the most spine tingling of them all. <laughs> so maybe, maybe not. But and then here we see. We're introduced to our adorable, fresh out of high school or university, Paul Rudd. Who's um, adult Tommy from part one. Who's Tommy from part one. But Paul, this is like, I guess um, this is his first major movie um, because Clueless came out the same year. And what a completely different acting job he does in that. Well, yeah, this one, oh, he's got the Michael Myers screensaver. This one, it says introducing Paul Rudd. So I guess, uh, but oh, it's weird because, however, you're right, because maybe Clueless came out at the same time, but he filmed this before uh, and Clueless got released beforehand because I think this would have come out September, October range. Like they should have always yeah. come out uh, like because all of a sudden they started coming out in August. Yes. And Clueless <laughs> was the in room. the summer because I remember working still at a restaurant. So anyway, yeah. So anyway, I, I have a problem with Paul Rudd in this. Like I fucking would never kick him out of my bed but oh i love paul rudd but he's here fucking horrible i remember bringing this up on another podcast way back when not exploding heads i think it was postmortem radio that's the the one and i said paul rudd was a bad actor and i think they jumped down my throat and said no they think he did a great job here oh it's so it's so bad i'm crazy it's so weird. It, like, I don't think this is on his resume anymore. Do you think? No. I mean, when he, I think it's. A, I don't remember where it is. The hospital when he was to bring the baby in or something like that. Something, something about the baby. It's so bad. I, I have to remember. Something wrong see. with my baby. 
I don't get this. So Jamie's running for the fucking hills. So she's, again, she's been taken out of the asylum. We we, we get reintroduced to her. She gives birth right away. The, that nurse helps her get out. Then she gets impaled on a spike. Jamie's running for fucking freedom. She goes to a bus depot. That's closed. Um, that's closed. No one's there, but it, but the doors are unlocked. But she fucking hides this baby because there's a son that's just back in 20 minutes. She hides this baby, what, in a washroom like cabinet? And this baby doesn't cry out until Paul Rudd finds him 12 hours later? I know. It's that, <laughs> again, just terrible writing. Terrible. Like, that's a stretch. That's probably yeah. the biggest stretch in this movie. Or that there's even a baby in there right now because it'd be suffocated. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like she's holding like a like a like a sour pa- not a sour patch kid a garbage pail kid uh, well, a cabbage patch kid maybe both one of those kids. Both. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I just oh. don't. Right off the bat, I feel like although I'm not going to say Brandy, JD Brandy, or JC Brandy, whatever whoever's playing Jamie's character, she's not doing a bad job. But it is no. a bit of a slap in the face to the fans when you when you had Daniel Harris at your fingertips to use. Yes, and uh, oh, sorry, I just want to mention that they brought back the psychiatrist guy or the the guy who runs the psychiatric hospital. Yeah, Doctor. Who's the man in black? That's but, but we'll he, know that till later. Yeah, he's a well, spoiler. Jesus, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But wait but a second, we... though. He's not hes not from the previous movies or anything like that. He's just, we've just been introduced that he's the head of Smith Grove now. Oh, I thought he, we, we already met the head of Smith Grove back in the day, and it was him. I got to look up, look that up, but that's another problem with this movie. If you remember, Smith Grove is a fucking far, far way away from Haddonfield. Everybody gets there like they're going to the fucking corner store at this movie. <laughs> Remember, he escapes from Smith Grove and gets into a car, which is a big problem for Brandon because he wants to know how he learned how to drive. Uh, Brandon from Exploding Heads, everybody. And he wants to know how he learned how to drive. I don't have that problem. You get, you get in, you hit the gas, you zoom. You zoom out of there. But give it, a shot. it was yeah. four hours away because in part four, I believe they talk about they're doing the patient transfer again. And I could be wrong, but it was a four-hour drive, I thought they said. Four well, hours! Possibly. Yeah, and then remember he gets out of town, and the gas station blows up, and he gets picked up and by the hitchhike or by the truck driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In in part four, the... yeah, it's a very it's a journey. It's a oh, journey. you're a pilgrim, that guy. <laughs> I know you. You're hunting, ain't you? Hunting what, you old fuck? Just hit the gas, give me a drink from the bottle, and shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Back when drinking and driving was allowed. Yeah, like I said, a misdemeanor if you're lucky. <laughs> if you're unlucky no that's a felony if you're unlucky Wait a so minute. we got a misdemeanor if you're lucky oh i see what you're saying you got yeah. it no my joke finally made sense my stupid stupid joke i'm looking him up mitchell ryan i'm pretty sure he wasn't in one of the earlier halloweens although he's been in 136 things this might take me a bit to fucking get through everything i'm pretty sure that um you're uh, dead wrong me oh wait are you on your ipad I'm on my computer. Oh, Foxy, I don't have that luxury right now. I'm at the mercy of my phone. <laughs> I don't want to get my laptop from the other room. I'm yeah, no, he wasn't, in, he wasn't in Halloween or Halloween 2. And in and they didn't talk about... Um, see, I don't know if he's in Smith Grove, though, in 4. But again, I'm sure people will chime in. But I know that Smith Grove is not next door to Haddonfield. That much I yeah. know. Well, just like in Friday 13th, Crystal Lake always has, like, 
these multiple areas where you can be on it and then sometimes they're close and sometimes they're far away remember in part four we don't figure out god yeah don't even get me started on that but (laughs) we we, we will talk about that because this is a crazy time frame that we're recording the friday the 13th box set has been dropping last week i get mine in a couple of days this is the scream factory fantastic box set. i'm waiting to see i know people have posted buddy if you can't wait people have already posted the uncut gore from part two on youtube i'm waiting to watch it on my set and i can't wait to watch part three in 3d on the tv it's going to be fantastic are they going to try to rip it down off youtube really quickly though i don't know i doubt it because it's really not like at the end of the day it's not a cop i guess it's copyright footage in a sense but it was it's not in any other version of the movie it's not edited in the movie they took they took it out and got rid of it the only reason they've got this is because it was on a videotape that uh carl fulton uh, kept yeah I'm so looking forward to that, but we're not doing a retrospective of the series because our whole, we've already ran through most of the series twice. We still have to do eight, nine, 10, 11, and 12 a second time, but all the other ones we've already done twice. Twice. <laughs> we haven't. We haven't. I know you want to think we have, but oh, we haven't. Why? Remember, no, remember we were recording that one time and everything went completely. We had to start over. That's why. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. We got to go back. Unfortunately, okay. I'm pretty sure okay. we never. Now I got I'm second guessing myself guess for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. I think that's what we're going to be doing. I think from moving forward, we wanted to reintroduce the show, Vince and I. But we've got some ideas. We we have some special guests that we want to bring up, uh, and and we'll keep them special and surprises yeah. until they yeah. show up. But I think that's what we're going to be doing moving forward. I've got a few people lined up. We wanted to remind everybody how bad we really are. And really, you shouldn't miss us. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm already sick of us. They're going to be a a year for this fucking shit. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Uh, I want to get back to this. So Jamie now took refuge into... So she left the baby abandoned in the fucking uh, bus depot washroom. <laughs> jump, jump back into her because I guess she thought she was protecting it because Michael's somehow able to track her down like she's got a tracking device on her. It's that old family blood, like that's it. It's like a tracking device, and Michael can sense, he can smell them, like uh, Jason to uh, Rat Pee. She knows exactly where they are at any given time. Exactly. Tracked her down. In this one, I feel like Michael does jump around a little bit teleporty. Well, he just shows up whenever he's needed. So he's a killing machine. He is like a a weapon of mass destruction, if you will. And he hunts her down. Uh, They do, I think, reuse a shot of her driving in the truck. I feel like it's the exact same shot that is used as she's going towards the bus depot. And then when she's hightailing out of the bus depot towards the barn, it looks like the exact same shot of her driving. Now, this is way gorier. This does not That's a happen. Brutal kill. This does not happen in the producer's cut, Vince. She does not die here. In the producer's oh. cut, he stabs her, left for dead. He takes off, and she's found barely alive, but still alive later. In this one, there ain't no coming back to it. She gets impaled on farming equipment, and now he turns it on, and it chews her up. Yeah, I will tell you, gory. in this part, I actually like her dying here more than her living. So this okay. part I like more. Um, okay. and, but the, I do like the ending of the producer's cut more. And when we get I to the like climax, I'll explain though. Like this, You know what I don't like about this, Michael? He doesn't stalk, and his mask is terrible. I, I've grown to like the mask. Again, mm-hmm. it's not my favorite, but they, they've never got it right other than one and two. I, I will say 
that 2018 did it okay. And I actually don't think Rob Zombie did a bad job with the masks either. But, oh, he, I liked his mask. Yeah, but but <laughs> four, five, six, seven, and Re- Resurrection are all pretty piss poor. And now we get uh, introduced to the Brother Strode, his realty. Uh, this is where we kind of learn a little bit more about it. I do like, there feels like there's an orange... I feel like they've got the fall autumn look down in this wait, movie. Wait, 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 wait. So this is Lori's brother? It's her, it's Lori's... It's her, her uncle or something like that. Yeah. It's the uncle or, or her cousin. It's a hey, cousin. And they moved in the house. I got all fucked up. I thought I had it down, but I think it's a cousin. All I know is he's a fucking miserable person. Uh, and you hate him from the get-go. Everybody hates... I hate everyone in this family. Everyone. <laughs> They're all awful. Even the sister that gets hit? The well, mom well, is just, the main the, character, the, she's okay. Yeah, the mom's kind of just like like enabler, like doesn't doesn't stand up for her. She's very meek, so you can't really you don't really respect her too much. Like because well, you're kind of like abusive. step up for your daughter. Yeah, it's awful. Like you got an abusive father and husband, and he's like, you want him to die. I actually couldn't wait till Michael killed him. You know what I mean? So I don't know where why they were playing that angle here. Where you make well, unlikable characters really bad. Friday the 13th, man. Friday the 13th came and went, and you got those unlikable characters. Seven and eight were the ones that did it the, the most. And, fr- you know... Unsuccessfully. So why did they copy that? I, I don't know. Halloween always seemed to have, for the most part, likable. Whether you thought some of them were annoying, like Tina in part yeah. five or whatever, that's a personal thing. But for the most part, they were likable. And you're right. Why do they make an abusive family father here? Like, I mean, it's like Rob Zombie ripped off this scene to create the opening for his movie. <laughs> ah, that's kind of true. Did you know that Howard Stern, they approached Howard Stern to be the DJ in this? Oh, no kidding. <laughs> and and this was 95. So, I mean, Private Parts was still like two years away. Uh, but Howard had like, obviously, saw. he's like, no, I'm not going to play like, like, really it's a shitty character. And I don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Howard Stern's like old Howard Stern didn't do shady and shitty things on the radio, but they really don't make Barry Sims, the DJ, a likable person either. So why would you want to represent that? Cause it's essentially saying that I'm a shock jock and just a piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. But I was interested. So he turned it down obviously. And instead we get one of the actors from uh, silent night, deadly night uh, (laughs) to play the DJ. Actually, I think I looked him up and I noticed that he was he's only ever done horror movies. Well, that's not bad then. Yeah, uh, he's had a pretty good career. There's some changes in the producer's cut here. So all of a sudden, the, the girl, uh, uh, not Deborah, I can't remember her name right now, but the main girl, her son, Danny, is holding a knife to the dad after he just slapped his mom. And it's kind of cool because you're like, yeah, kid, go for it. But they're playing with that he's going to be like the new Michael. He's yeah, being well, kind of primed. To hear Here's the a little dark secret. Voices. You look him up now. He never acted again. <laughs> Did it surprise sort of you, Vince? Now. I don't know. Did it really surprise you? No. But, I mean, he's got those eyes that he could have, you know, made per... And who's this chick? The girlfriend? Yeah, she's... I think she has been in other things, too. Uh, yeah. But where I'm going... Like, there's a couple more kill for me he hears more voices he sees michael myers outside i'm talking about the little kid here danny he sees them all in that scene before he puts the knife up to uh the dad the dad's stomach so uh a little bit of a variation there they decided to take that all out and just trim that right down and i don't know if that was a bad move as well the stuff i don't like about the theatrical cut are really the flash cuts and the whole climax 
and the fact that they they really edited out a lot of the thorn stuff that uh, Paul Rudd does. Uh, and then the things I, I like about the the producers cut more is the more subtle editing and the whole climax at the end. But I do not like that Jamie lives and and makes it back to the hospital. And she lives, so, lives, lives. You mean? So she lives, and then the man in black comes and says, "Your your duty's over, or your job is over, Jamie." And then shoots her in the head. And then You're leaves. kidding? Nope. Oh my god, that would have been awful. Actually, <laughs> I know it's crazy. So I, I do like that she dies more viciously in the in the barn if she has to die. <laughs> I love this Paul Rudd looking absolutely psychotic yeah. in his bedroom window. The only thing they, that could have made that creepier is if he was naked and masturbating. <laughs> uh, well, that's more your life story. So um, <laughs> they couldn't copy that. And it's always how an open slow window. does this woman drive yeah. down the street? They've been driving down the same like 10 feet for 10 minutes. That woman, Mrs. Blankencheck, is lapping them. <laughs> uh, you know, it's awful. It's It's so stupid. Not even real. What did you think of that? Like they they allude to the fact that she was the one babysitting Michael Myers uh, before he left to go kill his sister. Yeah, that comes home. out in, when they're in the cult, right? That comes out later when she's talking to the main girl. She's like, "I was babysitting little Mikey Myers that night." That's right. But did she have? Isn't she part of the cult too? She is part of the cult. You're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> babysitting I... little Mikey Myers. I'm not against that idea. I mean, it's it's why if his sister was home, did he need a babysitter? But I mean, Haddonfield Smith, all that, that right beside each other. Was it? Other oh, they that. just showed it at the bus depot. Yeah. Okay. I don't think that that's how it was in the original. No, not that close. You're right. I think they just like changed it so it would be easier. They so always that, fucking do, right? All these horror. I'm glad you pointed yeah. that out like it's not like we just watched this movie like I, I watched the producer's cut and this in preparation for the show and i didn't even they just pan by a huge map and Vince just shows me they 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 retconned it to show that they're right beside one another i wouldn't have noticed either probably would have at that point got up got a drink or something like that oh speaking of which i'll be you keep talking <laughs> oh you're gonna go you're gonna go tickle your fancy with something Anyway, Paul Rudd finds a fucking baby in the ba- the bus depot. The reason he finds a baby in the bus depot is because when he, he recorded the shock jock call from the night before where Jamie calls in from the bus depot pleading for Donald Pleasance to help her. Uh, Dr. Loomis, Dr. Loomis, please, if you're out there, you got to help me. And he hears the announcements. <laughs> Dr. Loomis, Dr. Loomis. Dr. Loomis, Dr. Loomis. <laughs> Dr. Loomis. And he hears the announcement from the bus depot. So a kind of a very detectively-like thing for him to do. But he goes there, sees some blood on the floor, goes to the sink, sees some blood, and of course has to touch it and hold it up to his face. Like yeah, everybody in a fucking if movie this, does. If this train station bus depot is in full swing, where the yeah. fuck was the custodian? Like it's nothing been cleaned. Why isn't this baby crying for twelve hours? He opens up a co- <laughs> cabinet, <laughs> and the baby's wailing. Wrong. It's like the most soundproof cabinet known to man. You, the cabinet's closed. No baby crying. The cabinet opens. Wah, wah. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. The baby barely has a blanket on him, and there's no shit stains or the, pee everywhere. The like baby's twenty four hours old. <laughs> <laughs> How do they? I, I can't buy what they're selling me in this scene, Vince. Not at all. It would only make sense if it was within maybe a half an hour. But the fact that it's like a completely twelve-hour day later, yeah. So these are all Strodes, 
and 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 they've been <laughs> duped into finding out that they moved into the Myers house. How they not do not know they're not they live in the Myers house is beyond me. <laughs> you know, I just love it. The, the brother's like, huh? Yeah, everybody calls him the most notorious fucking serial killer that ever lived in this movie. Everybody knows about Michael Myers. Halloween's fucking canceled because of Michael Myers. It's why they're doing it. They're doing the big thing in. Oh wait, am I right in that? Maybe I'm wrong. But they're doing the big thing in the park. I think to to kind of bring uh, Halloween back. Uh, I think I'm right there. That's one of the story things, and that's why they're having this big Halloween celebration in the park because of Michael Myers' killing spree. So how do they okay, not know when they live in this why, house? I don't know why I'm having a major brain fart, Christian. Did the original killing, like, was it the Strode house that all this happened at? Or was Lori babysitting at Tommy's house in Wait, the well, first one? Well, no, no. She was babysitting Tommy's house. But the 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 first kill uh, was Michael Myers' sister in the house that they're living in right now. The Strode house. Oh, when you said the Strode house, it's that the Myers house. Yeah, the Myers house. The old Myers house is now the Strode house. Yes, but yes. that wasn't in part one. Didn't she put a for sale sign on the Myers house? Yes. Yes. But this is, remember, that's 15 years later. They're talking about the the, the killing of the sister. I guess that's what they're, <laughs> they're saying. Like, at the end of the day, this killing of the sister happened back in 1968. But still. But, yeah, oh, my not... God. There's Paul Rudd's horrible idea. I need a doctor now. <laughs> my baby. Something's wrong with my baby. He recognizes Donald Pleasance. He goes, Dr. Loomis, he literally walked around the corner after screaming at that nurse, saw an old bald guy's back of the head, and said, Dr. Loomis? Oh, it's it's so bad. <laughs> like, that was crazy. At least walk by him and go, Dr. Uh, Loomis? Like, he looked. It could have been any old guy slightly balding. It could have been you. Me. It could have been me. <laughs> and you know what? If Paul Rudd came around and looked at me like that with those beautiful green eyes. You'd play Dr. Sure Loomis around. with him. Sure. Oh, my God. He's so cute. We'll make the baby uh, uh, Tommy and uh, what's the girl's <laughs> name from part one? I can't even remember now. Lindsay. Lindsay. Trivia on that, and I failed. Uh, so, what were we talking about before this? I forgot. You were talking about probably just a production difference. No, I, I'm talking about because you you're getting all confused. Michael Myers in the oh, Myers yeah. house where they live right now is where he killed his sister in 1968. Okay, so I got that confused with the fact that the Strodes didn't live in the Myers house. Yeah, in the 19- other, the brother, or the other family, the guy's brother. So they got this house cheap because I guess nobody bought it, but. They, they they must have, unless they're not, maybe they're out of state. But don't you think no, people would have said, hey, you're living in the Stro- murderer's house? But it says <laughs> like, Strode Realty, so he knows, you know what I mean? If it's the realtor, you would know the history of the house. No, they, he <laughs> knows. They don't know. He knows. that It's a revelation in this movie. Donald oh, Pleasance right. okay, tells yeah. her, and then he's like, oh, God damn it, why are you letting people in the house? And all this, and then he's all pissed off because she found out. But I just don't know how it was kept a secret. Like, you walk out of that house, everybody's like, hey, you live in that fucking murder house. That's the first thing and I'd say to them. you think they could fucking clean up their basement? It's a, it's like a pigsty down there. Not only is it a pigsty, it ends up being like a pool later. They've got their own <laughs> built-in so- like like hot tub and shit. Uh, it, this is just awful, awful, awful. They could have played it differently and it, with the same characters and everything. Just played it just differently, and I would have loved it. Yeah, I don't. I was going with something, but then you interrupted. Of course, because <laughs> I was bored. And Does I it, it doesn't happen about. often, but you interrupted me, uh, <laughs> which don't ever do again. The uh, <laughs> oh, the, uh, right, uh, 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 uh. 
<laughs> oh, you getting throat fucked? The the reality is there's a nice, beautiful orange hue that they've used in this movie, and that helps bring a little bit more atmosphere. I do think they did a good job with the colors. I do think they do a good job with the, the leaves and the Halloween atmosphere outside. It looks like fall. I'll give the movie credit for that. And I've warmed up to it a little bit. I know you're shitting on it. I, I used to shit on this too. Okay. And I still kind of do. Like the, I don't get the how they didn't know they were in the killer's house. I don't like the, the unlikable characters. Then why is this this matronly mother looking like she's scared that she already knows there's a killer in the house? I don't like that just always drives me crazy. Well, it's not only it goes up to the next level when Donald Pleasant's just invited himself in to scare her because that's what happens right now if you don't remember. <laughs> He's going to scare the bejesus out of her. So she heard some creaky floor stuff and he comes up and goes, Hey there. And she's like, oh. like you would have, you would have jumped out of your skin. And this is where he tells her the whole history of the house. Are you doing laundry? Yeah. <laughs> I just dirtied my drawers. Do you like how I smell? The rage in my pants. <laughs> Oh, you got to give it to him. Like I said, he played this out. God bless him. He, I love it. And he doesn't, I find like where he was starting to get into the overacting in part five. I feel like he tapered it back. Now that might've been his age. That might've been maybe poor health, but it worked. Yeah. And I think he did a good job in this one. I wish he was in it more. I wish he got a little bit more clarity because neither ending does the movie justice from a Donald Pleasant standpoint. Oh, I just noticed the uh, the old lady looking really weird walking down the hall. So that might, makes more sense later then. Okay. Why well, like she was just too nice for him to be but to flip? It's so stupid. I just, okay, I can't right now. Yeah. This is Blankenship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The rage, you know, like, it's a little <laughs> lunacy, but it's scaled back. And he's not even burned. Like, this guy is amazing. This guy has aged oh, yeah, out of his burn burned from part hands. two. <laughs> Well, you're gotta, right, he recovered nicely. But yeah. no, Michael has burned hands in this. Way more burn than they ever really gave Michael. Yet they still, no one seems to want to burn out that guy's eyes or burn his face or anything else. Like, he always looks like he's got a picture-perfect face, but he's got a little burn on his hands. Oh, well, they never show his face, though. See, there's kids. Now, they're not trick-or-treating. Uh, are you about, sorry, talking about Dr. Loomis or talking about Michael? I'm talking about Dr. Loomis there. There's no burn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They but Michael's got face. burn on his hands. Yeah, well, he's gotten burned his eyes, too, you know? Anyway. <laughs> so There's now, the man in black. Man in black. Shadow man, actually. Yeah, he looks exactly <laughs> like the shadow man. In his toque, his top hat, <laughs> and whatever. There's a nice little uh, homage to part one with the breaking pumpkin. Uh, Tommy, older Tommy, who broke the pumpkin, fell on his pumpkin in part one uh, and crushed it. Uh, scared little Danny, and Danny dropped his pumpkin and shattered it. I thought thought it was a nice little... Yeah, but it doesn't really progress the plot at all. It just sort of happens. Well, no, because he runs into him and he brings him to the house because he's trying to protect him, remember? It does. You just don't know what happens there. But as you watch the movie, Vince, you realize that it does progress the plot. <laughs> well, I'm trying to, I, okay, I, I think I'm overwhelmed. I have the TV going. I've got you talking. I can't signal you to shut up when I want to talk. <laughs> I've got a, a half. i got a beer. I mean, I, I don't know how much more I can take of this. <laughs> it's weird we're all getting used to it Vince. it is the new normal <laughs> the I hate new that normal. I hate that saying eh? it's the oh, new normal yeah. that and we're all in this together fuck off <laughs> all we're all in this together 
<laughs> I hate that. We're Not all, all of together. us. Or if, if someone says you got this, I would throw myself out the window. <laughs> I just want to try like uh, like anal and my wife and go, sorry, it's the, the new normal. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. And she's probably like, finally, I'll have an orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> uh, Dad Strode is drinking on the job. He's pissed because uh, uh, he knows that the family knows. And now she's trying to hightail it out of there with some from some luggage. But now Michael Myers has come to hunt her down and kill and her. And she notices immediately that the axe was taken. Immediately. Yeah. You're right. Like that, like laser focused on no axe in that exactly. box. Now, what's funny, though, is Michael is different in this movie because he is literally programmed to kill. He's, he is, a, like I said, a weapon of mass destruction set out to destroy anything in his path, but then he still ends up stalking her. So they, they, they take an old, uh, like a sort of backseat or backstep to the old movies and give you him in the background, like in that shot there, Vince, which yeah. is on the phone in the foreground, but you see Michael in the background. So yeah. they're giving you a little bit of the old Michael, but it just seems like they've mixed his character up a little bit because in every other scene, he's just, I got to get them and I got to kill them. You know what? In the way she tries to get out of this situation, she deserves to die. <laughs> like well, that's such a weird cut because Michael was behind her in the house. She ran out, opened up, uh, pulled two sheets aside, and then saw something. Was it Michael? Was it the man in black? Because Michael was in the house. Suddenly she's in front. She pulls a sheet down. Michael's there, axe in hand. And she says, Michael, and he chops down on her. Yes. Now, again, now, the, the nitpicky this... in me thinks he took the axe too far over before they um... cut away to the blood splat. Not for the splat that he didn't, because the splat would have been more of a slice instead of just, like, right in the head kind of thing. Okay. I think it follows the blood okay. But what bothers me, again, what kind of gets me in this one is I I always enjoyed the old Michaels because you knew his stalking procedure. It was that you always saw him coming from a distance or whatever. Like clockwork. (laughs) In this one, he appears everywhere, and I don't like that. Yeah, It feels too Jason. Jason uh, Jason takes Manhattan-esque. Yeah. This scene of her at the front door, really weird, and her rounding the corner. This is what I'm talking about with the fall atmosphere. They get this right. I know it seems weird, but I love that in Very. a movie about Halloween, a movie about autumn that takes place in autumn. I like that. You're There's right. A nice they, they orangey glow. The di- they nailed it on, this, on the uh, season for sure. Yeah. I mean, you got to give the pluses where you can, man. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So as we speak... It's just after 9 o'clock here. Not only are we not doing the box set of Friday the 13th tonight, but today, Never Hike Alone or Never Hike in the Snow drops at 9 o'clock on YouTube. Now, there is no way we are going to do a running commentary of that when we haven't even been able to watch the movie. So it's just a weird coincidence that we're recording tonight, but we'll have to watch it first and then maybe, just maybe, talk about it for our next show. Just maybe. It might be a little treat. <laughs> yeah, or a trick. I don't know. We haven't figured it out yet. But yeah, moving oh. forward, I moving forward, I definitely think we're gonna have guests. Whether you like that or not, that's the that's where we're going. Um I already have like three people lined up for sure, but I think we're gonna have uh I, I think that's gonna be a running theme. So the guests so far are your Nona, uh, yeah. the mailman. <laughs> <laughs> And perhaps the person that washes the dog, the perhaps. dog washer from the, the grooming place. Yeah, okay. Which is my dog's <laughs> tongue. He just tongues his own balls. That's, 
That's where he learned from his daddy. <laughs> I can't lick my own balls. Are you crazy? I thought they stretched that far now, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Gonna yank him out. They're, they try to develop a little bit of suspense here, but because we don't really care about the characters, maybe there's too many characters. I don't know, but I'm just saying that you don't really yeah. care too much. So they yeah. do a little head fake there where you saw like the hat and the, the yeah, suit. Yeah, I like that actually. So Remember I said I like some scenes? I actually like this one a bit. Where, where, when Tommy's playing, uh, holding the baby and they're playing video games and they're best friends? I know, and it looks a little, it looks a little strange, obviously. Like, well, I think they'd be really upset. <laughs> they tried to make it the least, yeah, weird version of, uh, of how everything would play out if you saw this in real life. Uh, yeah. What are you doing with my son in this room? <laughs> the other great scene comes up a bit later where she is in Tommy's room and she calls her house and the girlfriend answers and then she's looking through the telescope and says, I'm looking at you. Oh my God, yeah. there's somebody in the house. That's a great scene. That's a great scene. And the one after the uh, concert and the little girl is like, it's raining red. It's oh, raining red. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how she made a fucking song out of it. It's warm. It's warm. Oh, that's yeah. it's warm. Yeah. It's warm. No, no, but she's like, it's raining red. Hallelujah. It's raining red. <laughs> it's raining red. <laughs> and it's warm. Woo! <laughs> I could just see you fl flash dancing into that scene. Oh, well, my hair flipped. My imaginary hair did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Have you ever done the flash dance when you jumped on the chair and you just, you, you just kicked it down? Christian, I'm gay. Of course I've done that. <laughs> Wait, I've done it. What does that say about me? <laughs> well, you had these tendencies that you fight. Aren't we all a little gender fluid nowadays? <laughs> Inner conflict. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's funny. My cat's watching this movie. I'm watching the, the cat watching the movie. Oh, wow. Must yeah. be something then. Friday's into the film. I've See, this replaced. is it. There's all these sides. Michael Myers, dead or alive. No one knows her in the Myers house. It's just, that's yeah, yeah, that's a farce. Dumb. Yeah, that's a far yeah. stretch. That little plot choice. The the other thing, the baby being in, like 24 hours old and like stowed away for 12. <laughs> and doesn't seem to be that fussy about yeah. eating or or. Yeah, this is the, the best baby ever. <laughs> Everybody's like, I want a baby. I want a baby like Halloween Six's baby. Quiet, always quiet. Oh, I look, divine is on the fridge. So. This person had respect for the uh, occult, so to speak, the director of this, or the producer. Who was on the fridge? I'm sorry. Divine, you know, the drag queen. Oh, yeah, the drag, drag yeah, 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 from the John Waters films. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. And I saw some other die yuppie scum, some other, like, stuff from the punk. Anyway. So the baby's getting milk. <laughs> They're developing a character. I mean, the, the movie, the, again, while you're watching the movie, there's not a lot happening here. They flash cut again. A stupid flash cut with Michael Myers holding a knife. There's no reason for it. It's just bad editing. Uh, it's this video is, editing. I hate it. This is where he explains the the runes and a little bit more of the druid history, but they don't get into it nearly as much as they do in the producer's cut. That's for sure. Well, this is to me where it kind of gets interesting because it's the first sort of movie that tried to explain Michael. Yeah, that that's exactly where... It, it's good. Like, they are really trying to give him his origins, why he's yeah. doing what he's done, why he returns when he's returned. And so, again, from um, let's tie up the loose ends. I think from a script standpoint, they try to do a good job. It forms, and it, it came out in, in 68, 78, 88. I might have gotten 60. Is it 63? I might be fucking up that first year. 
The, oh, the original, original? Uh, fuck. It was, um... I keep saying 68, but... Yeah, well, the first one's 78, so I'm not sure. I, was it 10 years? No, but when he was eight, his... and he was eight. How old was he when he escaped? 21. Okay, so it was more, and it was earlier than 68 then. Anyway, this is where the movie finally gets interesting for me. Well, it's funny because this is where it almost starts to shift. 63. I, I, I yeah. knew I fucked it up, so uh, it was. We all uh, did. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was saying 68, but it is 63. So 63 is when it came out. Then it, I don't know if they went into the detail there because we were talking over it all, but he does say he appeared in 63. In 78, in 88, and again in 89, one year later. And of course, yeah. the stars have aligned again, and it's 95. But I can't remember if it was in the producer's cut or this one because. I don't know. I'm listening to you. <laughs> yeah. I well, it was in this one then because he was just talking about stuff. Yeah, but did, uh, did he give the years? Do you remember him giving I the years? I said I couldn't it? hear because you were speaking. <laughs> this is when Blankenship starts talking about when she uh, babysat little Mikey Myers and talks about how he. Heard the voices too, just like, and then she turns to the mom, just like your boy hears the voices. Like, how creepy is that? It's very, and actually, I like the slow motion of the party in the background or the rave. Tommy walking through there. Well, because he said he was going to meet Donald Pleasance there, and then suddenly the man in black, you see the man in black there. Now, whether that's, I think that was supposed to be the real man in black, but we also, there's a really quick head fake that when Barry Sims walks up to the stage, he's dressed in a black trench coat and a hat. And then he reveals that he's the DJ. Barry Sims is a joke. But uh, I'm assuming you're supposed to think that that was the actual man in black there. I do like how they can't wait for Barry to come up because he's like they kind of idolize him on the radio. And then he's such a dick to them. This is where I'm talking about, Vince. Barry comes up like, you don't know who this is yet. You're supposed to, oh, is this the man in black? It's a really stupid head fake. And then yeah. he reveals himself to be Barry. But I do like how they they talk to him like they can't wait for him to come out because they're looking forward to talking to him. And he's such a douchebag to them that they hate him. And he's going to like, it looks like he's about to do like a a whole big, you know, shower jerk on the audience. Yeah. Like, like if you were stern and you read the script, you'd be like, uh, why would I want to be presented as an absolute dick? Like, I got enough people thinking I'm like that anyway. Why do I need a movie to, (laughs) why do I need a movie to reinforce it? Now this is where I this is where I like uh, the dad's gonna get murdered. You can tell the way they're setting it up, and well, I like and, it. And again, <laughs> this one takes it to the extreme. His head blows up. His fucking head explodes. That's not in the producer's cut. He just well, gets we're not electrocuted. There yet. <laughs> he just gets electrocuted in that one. This right. one, his fucking head blows. Yeah, I do like this scene. Yeah, him going to the the dryer or the washer, and, and if it's it's bloody clothes, right? Yeah, I was hoping that she would be in there. Yeah, that'd be too My Bloody Valentine. Yeah, I guess so. But why is the basement flooded now? Why is it because like a big the, mess? Because it was flooding with the mom, remember? But was there a reason? Yeah, there was a there was a problem with the with the washing machine. It was broken, and then the, that's why she brought the clothes upstairs, and then she was murdered before she could go down and fix the leak. <laughs> Don't you want to see the beef footage of Michael Myers putting all the bloody clothes into the washer? <laughs> yeah, always. Like, what a shitty washing job it did. They're, they're totally bloody still. <laughs> so in this strong. one, in this one, he stabs him, literally moves him over and stabs him in the fuse box. Producers cut. He just stabs him into the fuse box and it's much shorter. Uh, the producers cut. You see a bit of a flash outside. You see the, the outside flash and then you don't see him foaming at the mouth and burnt skin. You just see his head go down and he's dead. And this one, it just keeps going and going. 
and then his fucking head Explo- totally. <laughs> and then Michael's still clean, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's so bizarre. Uh, and this is where Barry finds out that um, dude lives in the Myers house because his girlfriend is the first person to crack the news to him. <laughs> I know. Like, come on. And, there, and again, with the, there's no character establishment with these people. Like, I don't understand her motives for being the way she is. Like, it's just very bizarre. Anyway, finds out they're at Myers. Now he wants to take the show, so Barry Sims wants to move the show there. And he's such a douchebag, he's calling his producer and just bitching on the phone. So you, we just dispatched one unlikable character, and now we get this guy. He goes into the wrong van, because he thinks he's going into his production van, but he actually goes into the Smith Grove van that they're carting Michael Myers around. Like, they just sort of chauffeur him <laughs> around. And he gets killed. But isn't it weird? Like, they really just do. They chauffeur Michael Myers around. But so this doesn't make sense. Michael Myers was just at the house killing the dad. What, now they just decide to drive him to the park? For what reason? Just to kill Barry Sims? I guess. No. (laughs) I think he was just going to where all the action is. Like, he's run out of people to kill. They're all at the park. Okay. No, I know that's more of a stretch than he's he's going to just kill. um, He's looking for uh, the other Strode people. Well, right. but, but yeah, but they tried to give him an idea that Michael Myers will kill anybody at that house because he'll see them as family, which is the reason why Tom, Tommy's trying to keep them out of the house. Yet Michael Myers is still just going on a rampage and he kills Barry Sims really for no other reason than just being an annoying fuck. <laughs> I think the whole audience cheered. Well, like, I mean, at the end of the day, they should have at least had him bring the show back to the house. Come out well, of the van, made more sense, yeah. and then he gets slaughtered or something. I don't. Well, that's know. what they did in Halloween Eight, and that was a big mistake. <laughs> I'm not talking about fucking uh, uh, Busta Rhymes coming out and doing Danger Vision or whatever the fuck it was and called. Tyra, oh. holy shit! I can't wait to watch that one again. <laughs> that one, that one, hopefully, will be out of COVID, and we can watch it together. That's a in person. Motherfucker. We'll have to quarantine for two weeks together. One room. <laughs> pale in the corner. Oh. <laughs> Your face in the other. <laughs> my face. My face just like being ripped apart. No tissues necessary. <laughs> because of your pubic hair. <laughs> so they, they managed to wedge some sex in here. No. It is a weird <laughs> sex scene though. Oh, here's your favorite. It's raining red. But look at that shot. Look at the colors there. It's got a nice little orangey kind of hue. The orange lights in the background. It looks really nice. I agree. Uh, I think Paul Rudd does a good job in this scene. For all the scenes, he, he's kind of weird and awkward and not the quite right awkward type way. Uh, he does yeah. a good job here. Wouldn't you blame that on the director? I don't know. Well, well we know he's a good actor because we've exactly. seen him. We know he's good. Now, obviously, I know he's just started out here. Obviously, he had some talent. So this is just odd. It's warm. It's raining red. It's blood, stupid. Get out of it. But all the dripping blood here looks very non. Looks very fake bloody, like that yes. syrupy blood that isn't like a lot of these slasher films. Like they just doesn't have the right consistency. When it drips on his hand, it just looks like they put like red syrup on it. It just doesn't look right. How the fuck right. did Michael get him up there with barbed wire? Like- with no one looking. I know. Like you're absolutely another good point. I mean, I know that's a Michael Myersism to pin people up, kind of like Jason does and everybody else. But how did he do that, Vince? I just don't know. 
They're fucking. Weren't they expecting the radio show to come here? Like, what the <laughs> fuck were they thinking? I understand wedge a sex scene in when you can, but doesn't it seem like ill-timed? Yeah, well, it is. Like, this whole movie is weird timing. Barry's coming, so we better fuck fast. No problem, honey. <laughs> I got yeah. that covered. I'm still only 17. 17, 46, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at her little tit tots. Oh, I, we have not said that in a long time. Isn't it weird? Usually it's the girl that goes to shower. Not in this movie. <laughs> well, I know, which made me think that maybe he might be a bit gay. And that yeah. was weird the way he was just showering his face. It yeah, was so yeah, funny. yeah. Like, what did he pull out that come into his own face? <laughs> <laughs> give himself a Krispy Kreme. Like, it, it's so bizarre, but he couldn't wait to get away from her to get into the hot shower. What? Is that the term for it, a no, Krispy Kreme? I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> just let it dry where it sits, remember? That's why you have to wear goggles sometimes. Oh, but you're I, not gay, so. I like, how Michael, I like how Michael Myers is considered enough to pass him a towel. <laughs> yeah where jason just shoves her head he passes him a towel and you see the thorn symbol there it's hilarious i do like the slit ne- neck in the steamy shower or the steamy washroom it feels brutal even though you don't really see much i thought they could have done more of a smash head in the mirror kill but well because because you're right you're you're right because michael's been very vicious in this movie that you think that would be right at home Maybe think, I'm looking at it from today's standards, though. I don't know. Yeah, well, and the Michael Myers of uh, Rob Zombie's Michael Myers. And, oh, here's the good scene that we were talking about. And, and uh, Halloween 2018. Michael is at an all-time high viciousness. Yes. Like, this scene's great, where she's looking through the telescope or the, the camera with the, the lens. and The pervert camera. Yeah, the perv lens. <laughs> the rear window, we call it. Uh, and notices that there's someone in the room and, and tells her to get out. That's so well done. It's such a well-done scene, but the, the the death is so... The killer's coming from inside the house. Um, There's yeah. definitely more stabs there, but I think it's the same shot over and over. And they yeah. just zoomed in on it. Uh, because in the producer's cut, there's one stab done. So they ended up a little bit. Now she notices that Danny has been lured away and is heading back towards the Strode house. So she has to run in and get him. And this is where all hell breaks loose because... We have the man in black. We've got Michael Myers. Everybody's coming to a head here. But right after she dives out the window vents, right after she fucking swan dives out that window, (laughs) the movie changes completely depending on what what version you're watching. Okay, Uh, you know what? I'll have to watch it then. Yeah, and it's it's. I want to know what you think because on one hand, and I'll you know what I'm speaking out of line. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Right now, she took a poker and she's going uh, hunting. So she's trying to find Danny. She's going upstairs. She knows that the killer is in the house, but she's a good mom. Like I would yeah, be like, not really because I got three I know... kids. You can have one. <laughs> exactly. No, or just like you know, don't go in like you're a scared little mouse. And where did this kid go anyway? Maybe he should be killed if he's become psycho i don't know i don't know they give her they, they give this girl enough enough screen time that i start to i do start to like her a bit but she is really not the hero here so i'm torn let's compare her to other girls like well rachel you're... everybody loves rachel no but rachel is better than her well, yes, that's what I'm saying. No, I mean, I mean other, um, sorry, other final girls in uh, even other slashers. Oh God, no, she ranks very low. 
She's like, this one's one's a notch above Rennie from part Friday Thirteenth Part Seven Part Eight. Okay, I was exactly gonna say that. Or Part Eight. She's better than Rennie though. This one's better than Rennie because Rennie does fucking nothing. Maybe she's more like um, Chicky from Part Five. Boobs. What's her name? Oh, Pam. <laughs> Pam. What's up, Pam? Oh, and she just finds her brother and his girlfriend dead. It's pretty gruesome. Aftermath, death. It's good, but you. What the problem is? You care more about Tommy. Well, so she, they would have been better to care be... that her brother's dead, and she just looks at her kid. Yeah, I honestly right. think they could have wedged in a better story with Lindsay, maybe, and and oh. whatever Lindsay and Tommy. I know that they thought about that for the original script for Halloween Four. Maybe they should have stole stole it for this one. Like having having Tommy come back, not a bad idea. Tying it back to the roots. The blanket ship babysitting him as a kid. The whole call to Thorn. It all tries to tie it back to the original. Uh, but if you watch the original, imagine you just watch the original and then you just watch this. Not, don't forgetting the part six title. You just watch the original and said the revenge of Michael Myers, the curse of Michael Myers. So it went like one to this one. What do you think your fucking head would be like? Exploding. If you didn't know anything <laughs> else happened in between. Honestly. Would you be like, would this make any sense? No, would you be like, what the fuck sense. happened? Well, because yeah. the story is not, <laughs> it, it does. The story is very chopped. Well, because they're trying to continue it. Like, I mean, I guess they had they incorporated the man in black. They wanted to make sure. I like that. Off. By the way, that fake out down the stairs was pretty good. Yeah, Michael Myers goes a tumbling. Yeah, <laughs> tumbling down. Come on, uh, Paul. Get so your Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's <laughs> returned with Loomis now, uh, and they're going into the. They're going into the Myers house or they're going back to Tommy's house? Uh, they are in the, the Myers Strode house. house. Everyone's dead. No, they're in, the, they're in the Strode house, which is the Myers house. Which yeah. is the Myers house. I know. We're fucking crazy. Oh, my God. More you than me. <laughs> well, of course, because I don't watch as much as you do. I'm crazy. So, of course, Michael Myers went tumbling, but he's still alive. She's yeah. getting a lot of mileage out of that hot poker, eh? Or that poker. <laughs> who lit these pumpkins? And for a guy who hates Halloween so much, why was there... Like, that dad hated Halloween, right? Like, he was such an asshole. He's like, fuck you, Michael Myers, and all this Michael Myers bullshit, and whatever. <laughs> the house was done up to the fucking nines for Halloween. Who, who lit these pumpkins? <laughs> <laughs> I love details that are so stupid like Yeah, that. like, I mean, you don't... Like, I want to know who lit the fucking pumpkins. That looked good. Michael Myers crossing the street with the lightning, although I don't know if there's any more lightning anywhere. It seems like just the flash cutting. That Paying looks like part, part one. one. Yeah. yeah. It looked very part one-ish. Uh, I don't know if it needed the light. Like, it keeps going to this lightning, but there's no lightning in it or a storm in any other part of the movie. <laughs> there's a little bit. I think it's just someone's Halloween uh, like display going fucking balls out. Big strobes. They're the ones who lit the pumpkins then. So they were wondering who else knew about the baby. And Dr. Loomis said no one knew. But, of course, that's not true. Here we go. This kid is, like, really strange. The way he just goes to people. (laughs) He doesn't have a fear of the world, Vince. So why does he have a connection? I just had deja vu there. Did we talk about this? Like, that kid just sits on anybody's lap. And now, now you got all these hooded guys. We found out the men in black is Wynn, Dr. Wynn. I don't know why he was taking the bus in part five. Remember he comes off a bus? Yeah. <laughs> I prefer public transit. And now she's... Here we go. The mom's be. <laughs> Look at that. 
The mom's being pursued by the cult member, so their only way out is for her to fucking dive, like, head Face first hurt. out the window. I jokingly said swan dive. She swan dives out of it. The only thing that could have made that funnier is that she did a somersault out of it. So, Vince, right. so Vince, here, it cuts to them saying, where is she? I feel like I've been drugged. Dr. Loomis says we have been drugged. So it literally cuts to where she landed. She's gone, and they're standing above her. And the producer's cut, she wakes up before this scene. She wakes up, not when the, where she's waking up now, which is yeah. in like a, an asylum room. She wakes up on an altar in a sacrificial room for a ritual to take place. And the, the symbol of thorn is above her in like wood. And it's a big ritual altar area. That's where she wakes up. Then That's it cuts better. back to them. And then the whole ending, instead of taking place in the Smith Grove a sane asylum takes place in the, like the underbelly of Smith Grove in like the ritual area. Uh, Paul Rudd wears next and then it's the same building. Oh yeah. Well they, they, they have this shot of them driving up the Smith Grove. They come through this door and they leave through this door, but it's like kind of the catacombs or the sub basement, if you will, of the, of this area. It's like a whole ritualistic area. It's again, I'm not saying it makes sense. I'm just saying that that's what's in the basement of this place. Now, there is a scene that they've kept in here right after here. This. Tommy, Tommy and Dr. Loomis are talking. This scene actually goes on longer and the producers cut. Cause he talks about how there's good runes and maybe the good runes can help destroy Michael. They just cut it off right here. He says, wait here. He's like, Dr. Loomis, Dr. Loomis. And he's like, okay. And then Dr. Loomis walks out, but there was a whole conversation they had before this. And when he goes in to see Dr. Wynn, so now Dr. Loomis is talking to Dr. Wynn in his office. Dr. Wynn is in a ritual suit. And you see how Tommy's holding a bag here? Those are the yeah. good runes in the bag. But they don't explain it. So there's only one scene in this movie where he's holding the bag. And then he walks down the hallway and you never see that bag or know what's in the bag again. Because there's no connection to it in this movie. Then why did they even fucking do this? Like it, it, it would they're, using, everybody... they're using what? old footage. But they re they refilmed all this. So Dr. Wynn is in a ritual suit, like in a cult suit. And then uh, Tommy or Paul Rudd's character gets a ritual suit and, and breaks them out think, of the, the ritual and everything else. Don't you think it would have been better just to go with the original, like not do the whole re-edit thing? Well, I find, I find what they thought was maybe it went too far. And they wanted to go more traditional. But at this point, their whole the whole story of this is them just talking about the cult of thorn so it makes sense but they i guess they just thought it was too silly what i found out is i think i want to say mustafa cod is a is a control freak but this happened a lot like it happened with if what happened with both rob zombies movies rob zombies movies has like you watch the work print of halloween versus the theatrical print of halloween versus the director's cut of halloween and you've got three slightly different movies and which one's the best one though it's a, co a combination of all three. Oh. The combination of all three one, right? would be the best one. It's same thing with Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Uh, the theatrical versus the director's cut. Most of that happens at the end. The ending's different. Kind of like this, but that one's five minutes, whereas this one is the last 10, 15 minutes of the movie. Oh, do you have that part two re other ending? Because I didn't like the theatrical ending. It's on... Uh, do you have Amazon Prime? Yes. It's on Prime. Oh, it is. It's on Prime, okay. and it's the... Th it's the wait... Which one do you not like? The Amazon, the theatrical ones on Prime. No, I want to see the not because I didn't like the theatrical ending when she goes crazy. That's the one that's on. That's the director's cut, 
where well it's like she goes crazy Wait. i think you're supposed to think they died all when all three of them are laying out on the ground dr loomis michael and her and it, it's a big spotlight on them and then uh it love hurts plays and she's sitting in the asylum or what you think is the asylum and then she yeah. sees the mom coming down with the horse and she smiles and that's yeah. how it ends that's yes. the that's the director's cut oh okay so which one i well, the theatrical cut the theatrical cut is way different not way different they're in the barn michael myers doesn't scream die to dr loomis he he just stabs him to death there uh then laurie kills uh, michael gets shot by a sniper and then get, he, she stabs him there, and she comes out wearing the Michael Myers mask. Yeah, and well, then, I, then I've seen both of them then. Okay. They both sound familiar. Okay. All right, anyway, back to this. It's been a while. Michael Myers just pops out of a room again, <laughs> like spring fresh, like he's been napping in there, and now it's time for to kill. And Tommy well, sees him. Up. I like this, because Tommy's freaked out. He's like, he, he hasn't really come face-to-face with them since 78. Yeah. So his little twitch is there, although a little over the top. Yeah. work and then he breaks open the store and gets her out but again none of this exists so they go from this like, <laughs> yeah he's in a special type of crazy he's almost chris from part three of Friday the 13th. exactly he almost does the chris <laughs> it's a virtual okay <laughs> michael's walking slower than anything I've yeah. ever seen. he's been speed walking through this whole fucking movie suddenly he's yeah. walking like molasses and he but, if this was really he would have ripped her head off so but everything you see back. here, everything you see here is totally different from the producer's cut. Like I said, the producer's cut is all ritual shit. So when they run out, like, and everybody's like wearing ritual shit and everything else. Uh, and they, they only incorporate like very few shots that you see here. Uh, I think the only shot that they keep is when uh, Donald Pleasance shoots the, the panel to open up the, the doors so they can you know, Remind you what they were going to do with her, why she's wearing the white gown. No, they don't really explain anything here. Because Okay, so this is a part of the craziness. Okay. Well, I guess they just are thinking they're gonna save her, try to get the baby, get the hell out of Dodge. But the other one was actual ritual. So you could see some of the people are wearing their suits here. Yeah. You could see it there, and I think I think the doctor says, uh, you could take that off now, Halloween's over. And they kinda make oh a joke God. about it. Right right here. They make a joke about it. But then you have the whole massacre sequence, which is fun for gore. <laughs> but it's a really badly edited massacre sequence and absolutely makes no sense, really. So why that, kill, Yeah, why decides to kill them all at that, that, that point? Yeah, so they're going in there. What are they doing? Are they, like, I, I, I honestly can't remember because the volume's down, Vince. But they're doing, like, the so doctor wins in there and they're doing some sort of operation. Is it on the baby? Are they about to do something to the baby? Oh, no, yeah, the baby's there. Dan, where, yeah, it's the ba- where's Danny, though? somewhere else there yeah but, oh there he is he's, he's, he's in the operating room looking at x-rays <laughs> yeah the baby and danny boy are in another room and, and everybody else is preparing for some sort of operation i guess it's a i i really can't remember what it's for events i apologize can we and say we that they want to create a new monster well we don't have the volume up enough to be able to hear what's let's going just pretend on. that's what it is <laughs> yeah now the shadow of michael myers has come in and he's going to just go kill all the fucking doctors. Because he doesn't want to be replaced. That's what I'm reading into this. I don't want to be replaced for a younger model. I'm Michael Myers, What's bitch. What's going on? <laughs> or, or, or the one part of his soul is, don't hurt a baby. I don't want to see a baby hurt. 
Well, there, there is actually a line in the ritual scene. She goes, because the baby is his, right? Which they never Michael, really... Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they allude to it in this, but they don't really 100% so explain it's it. incestuous, too, then, right? They've impregnated Jamie with Michael's sperm. Which is really sick when you think of the fact that she was, like, 16 or 17 yeah. when this all happened, right? Like it's Well, they're obviously very sick if they let all this happen. Yeah. Well, you know how cults are. They're not all <laughs> hunky-dory, Vince. Yeah, I know. There's a big cult in the States called Trumpers. <laughs> <laughs> are we going to get into it? Holy oh, shit. we can't, but honestly, I, I don't care who you are. A vote for Trump is a vote for domestic terrorism, and you are pretty stupid. And and not only that, we don't want the borders open. I don't care what Trump... Canada wants the borders open. <laughs> no fucking way. You no, keep those no borders one. locked tight. <laughs> not until this yeah. thing is over. Sorry, you guys are being governed by idiots. So, sorry. There's that horrible blood again. Uh, again, just just not the right consistency. Very but, ready syrup. It just looks like bad stage blood. But it's not. Maybe it's an MPAA regulation. And what is with fake. the flashes? The lightning's happening again in here. It's like strobe lights and whatever. It just does not work. Uh, I guess it's starting to showcase the violence without, but also to hide the violence because you can't fucking look at the screen or you're gonna have a seizure. Well, that's the whole point. I think it's a radi- or a censorship thing. Well, they refilmed this though. They didn't have all this in the other version. That's the fucking funniest part of it all. No, and but I mean, you gotta it, watch the, the producers get at the end. At the like end. you know, just, when you watch Kill Bill, the blood is really like spurty, look, splattery. Look how fast just, he's walking now. We were talking about how <laughs> slow Michael was walking. Like, look at him. He's one he's speed trotting. walking son he's of a trotting. bitch. He is counting. Like, I think he's got his like Apple Watch on, and he's counting his steps right now. And he's fucking. He's gonna hit his target today. <laughs> You don't have to. You don't have to mercy laugh for me. That's... No, I was just thinking because my <laughs> oh, mom, oh, oh, she's always looking for ten thousand a day. Well, here you go. The Michael Myers routine. Watch this. <laughs> he pushes this guard's face into the grates and then uses and then... it to push the door open. And then look, it looks like a Raggedy Ann doll when he pushes him through. Like he's gone. Where is he? <laughs> like it is. He, he pushes him through. He pushes it orderly through, and it's kind of graphically gross. And then. Squeezes his head through, and when the when the grate falls down to the ground, it's like nothing. He's like dust. The guy turned into instant fertilizer. And so then they're Michael running through. Obviously, where all the doors go to. <laughs> they're running through here, Vince. And then this is where I think it all kind of comes together in the producer's cut, because uh, I think Tommy's gotten rid of his garb at this point, his ritual garb. Oh no, I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm sorry. They've got to go through this whole sequence yes. first. I forgot. I forgot. This is the whole uh, really wave how they're going to try to kill Michael Myers, which is really bizarre. Just random reanimator fluid. <laughs> what are these like aborted attempts at recreating the, the, the demon of death? Like, what is this shot? And what is this supposed to symbolize, Vince? Tell me. Give me answers. Um, I think it's Prometheus or it's some sort of alien thing. <laughs> like, that's what it reminded me of all the different aliens and alien resurrection. Maybe that was it. Ridley Scott was going to have Michael Myers as the beginning of the whole thing. <laughs> the beginning of the cycle. The He's the cycle. face hugger. You have to, <laughs> he sits on your face. <laughs> oh, turning yourself on there, yeah. Well, Michael is a big dude. You can oversee a little bit of burn. I wonder if his scrotum's burnt. I bet he's got a giant penis. <laughs> <laughs> they never really get into that. Like, imagine nudes of Michael. Like on Mr. Skin, just like nude shots of Michael Myers, just like standing there. And Jason. Or he's a micro penis, and that's why he's so pissed off. 
Well, that's what they say, right? He's got to make up for something. That's why he's carrying the big knife. That's why Jason has got a big machete. Machete. I love this. I almost want Paul Rudd to just toss it to him like, here, you take her. Yeah. (laughs) Not my baby. (laughs) That would have been really funny. Like hockey sacking over. He's got some balls here going up against Michael. See, Michael Myers' mask does look stupid in this scene. When it's not lit properly, it does look like, like... the whole, like the ears are sticking out, like oh, I'm old and fun. He looks like an elf. Yeah, <laughs> he does look like an elf. It looks ridiculous, but it is better than the last couple, and what comes after. Part H two O's mask is the fucking worst. Oh, you'll be praying right. for this that's mask. Right. You'll be praying for this mask. What is he injecting him with? For all he knows, this is reanimating juice, and this is what keeps him going. He just injected <laughs> five vials into him. Or do you think it's acid or something? I don't. Know, you're right. What the, it's just green sludge. Well, it is something because when he starts beating him, he's like becomes a sludgy mess. But in, in usual fashion, it doesn't do anything to him. You can knock him down, but you can't kill him, no matter how hard you try, Vince. No, and actually, I think this is where I like um, Barbara. I <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? I just totally forgot. Drawn a blank. Diane? No, <laughs> Carrie. Carrie Strode. Kara. Kara. Kara Strode. Yeah. Kara. 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 Okay. God. So the whole attempt to take his mask off thing. It always pisses me off because we want to see it and these bastards never give us the look. No. Except in part five where he cries like a bastard. This is, the, this is funny. I like this. Like, I love this. Like, I can't, I, he can't reach him. But he keeps trying to reach him. I always find that's funny. So Michael Myers sees little Danny hiding behind a couple of uh, uh, containers of stuff. And he can't get through. But God, that won't stop Michael. Like, he's trying to, I'm going to get you. I'm going to shimmy my way through these. And he keeps wiggling himself through. It's kind of silly looking. But one more vial of that stuff, Tommy decides to stab into him. And now he just beats him with a fucking pipe. Yeah, it's it's pretty uh, violent. This part. So that part of, of Donald Pleasant's coming out. That happens in the regular movie. He shoots the lock, and they come out. And now this is all like this part is in the producer's cut, but not of the not of uh, Tommy smashing him. Uh, Tommy sh- comes out after, and then just meets him in the car. But right now, Michael Myers is getting blasted. See, his face is a little misty and sludgy. Yeah, isn't it just the goo? And yeah, I, I don't. I think it's the goo, Vince. Oh, but, you're right. There it is. But yeah. why? Like we don't know anything about this goo. And it doesn't even, like, other than seeing his face a little slimy, it doesn't mean anything, because he's alive. And that whole acting of a smile, like, I, I killed you finally, and then walking away was stupid. So he walks out, they have a conversation, and it cuts to this scene. So this is in the producer's cut, too. And he says, I've got something to do. But then the whole ending of the producer's cut's different. And then this one, they you'll, you just hear him scream, think that my, uh, Donald Pleasance is dead, and then see the mask lying down there with the the needle beside it it was a very bad ending i remember i was hating it when we saw it in the theater and i still oh, so hate it to this day the producer not satisfying at all the producer's kind of ending i don't think it's it's a little bit more bone chilling in a sense but it's still not satisfying either so it had a weak ending one way or the other and the only saving grace is the, the first credit afterwards is in memory of donald pleasance and then you realize damn it he's gone and that's the one key element missing from anything moving forward, especially from H2O and Resurrection. If there's one thing that could have possibly salvaged those two, in my opinion, it would have been maybe the presence of Donald Pleasance. Yeah, okay, here you go. 
So anyway, I like, I like H2O. I I did when I first saw it, but because I think I just wanted to see Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers back in action. I remember in the back of my mind feeling a little disappointed as I I left the theater, and it just hasn't aged well for me. I find it's too quick, and there's just there's a lot of melodrama and not enough of the good stuff. Oh, uh, uh, I guess I like it a bit because it. Well, it may, I agree with you; it's too quick, but I love the opening. I love Jamie Lee and Janet Lee and all the way they played with it. But you're right. It's just too fast at the second half, I think. Well, I mean, what do you Melodrama kind of needed to be said. Like, she couldn't be a normal woman, that's for sure. But I used to give this a failing grade. I Admittedly, I used to give this one a failing grade. I don't feel that way anymore. I, like, I, do. I, I don't know if, I'll, I, I, if I could go too high. I'll probably be like a 5.5 on this. Out of 10? Out of ten, no, out of five. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not a six. I mean, I know you're no. a six star person. Yeah, suddenly that's what we started doing. What the fuck happened to you in the last year? Well, <laughs> apparently I'm out of the flow of how you guys all talk and your exploding heads and everyone's got acronyms and secret languages. Well, you know what? I'm a regular guy trying to survive in 2020. Oh my lord! I just can't wait to edit that out. So I'm a 5.5 out of ten. I think that's fair. I, I might be able to go up to a six, but I'll stay at a 5.5. I think the producer's cut is better in some cases, not better in other cases. It's a mixed bag as well, man. Like I said, they, Jamie lives and they get shot in the head. Uh, they, they, they show some flashback footage from part five. Oh, there you go. Amy Joan Weinstein was the film runner. There you go. <laughs> you can relate, right? Well, no, just that Weinstein's are involved. <laughs> the ending, I think the ending is much better. In the, as silly as it may be, the cult stuff works better than just the generic ending that you get here, oh. which is really just a, it escaped from Smith Grove, uh, and it doesn't really like. At least the other one has uh, has a reason to exist. Well, now that you've ruined it for me, I still want to watch it. You should, but did you give your rating? My rating for this movie on yeah. this uh, alone, not seeing a, a double version of it, I give it like four out of ten. Okay, I was yeah. there. I was there, man. I I I had this rated the lowest at one point, other than other than Resurrection, because Resurrection is the like I forgot I, we didn't mention that earlier. The, it's bad. This one was always above Resurrection, no questions asked. Resurrection is the worst one in the series, and will always be the worst one in the series. Um, honestly, I don't think they can shit out a turd worse than that. <laughs> it really was a shame because it was starting to, they could have had a good rebound for that series, but they just went too far. And then the next Halloween is coming out when? Well, it was supposed to be this year, but of course it got, it got uh, delayed because of COVID until next, next Halloween. So basically everything that's supposed to come out this year, they should might as well just put it out next year. Unless it's something like Tenant or an independent film. Or something that they don't care about. They don't, like they don't make worry about making their money back. Well, I mean, they had some good luck at drive-ins earlier with a couple of uh, lower budget movies, uh, but none of the big studios want to take a risk on their on their big budget films. It seems. Well, Vince, I can't believe it. It feels like a year hasn't even gone by. I don't know. Virtually, I don't know if this worked the way that we. It worked better than I expected it to be, but I still miss you, man. I wish you were here. I'm glad we've done another episode, episode 43. I think we're going to, like I said, we're going to use this format a little bit more. So hopefully it's, if we have guests, 
this is easy for everybody to sync up uh to watch i'm hoping that will work but uh i'm looking forward to the future man oh my god i never even thought about the technical difficulties of another person <laughs> oh fuck oh fuck i think we, uh, if you say this is going to take two hours padding another two <laughs> just well i appreciate all that lovely crap you just spilled out there for the benefit of the fans because you know <laughs> you're still as loud when you're through a phone even <laughs> when you're sitting oh. beside me i can't yeah. get a word in edgewise and at oh. least then i could punch you but i still miss you too i do miss you uh we i do want i can't wait till these numbers go down for good and we can actually have a barbecue and sit back and, and actually reminisce and talk and, and maybe have some... like a little slow motion running with arms stretched out <laughs> oh. as we get back together yeah that is yeah. not going to happen. But I do want to watch the box set of Friday the 13th. And I'm going to be, well, I'm telling you, I'm watching that this week one way or the other. But uh, I, uh, if you're. One way or the other. So, like, you know, some one of your kids needs to go to the hospital. No, wait another half an hour. Box set, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> anyway, enough about you. This has been as good as it can be virtually. I'm virtually, I'm virtually tweaking your nipples. Boop, boop. Uh, boop, boop. No, they uh, they feel they feel neglected. Let me tell you. <laughs> so hopefully we can tweak each other soon, or twerk, or whatever you want to call it. We'll do another podcast for you guys soon. Promise, especially if this works out. I mean, we've got nothing else to lose but some time. Anyway, good night, Vince man. Good night. Love you long time. <laughs> Love you long time. <laughs>